Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Ernie D. Gregorio, Derek Dickey, Joey Devine, Bird Everett, Harvey Kenshi. Jones, Kermit Washington, Patreons, Jackson Murphy, thank you Jackson, Mark Langford, thank you Mark, Tyler Fortney, thank you Tyler, musical guest, Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back with a brand new episode. I'm here, as always, with America's Uncle Dad, my co-host from Golden State of Mind, from stand-up comedy, from... uh, do you have a title for an album that you have coming out yet? Um, no, I, I haven't. No, from it. an up upcoming untitled comedy Why album. I picked it. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's that voice you're hearing is, of course, um, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm also um, writing at a Giants baseball insider right now. And, oh, uh, wow. So one I didn't realize I was talking to an insider. Is, uh, tons of baseball news right now. <laughs> no, there, there really isn't. Um, I mean, happening. aren't the Rays trading like their entire team, but no one knows who they're trading yet? Yeah, they, they have like 50 <laughs> guys that need to be on their 40-man roster. Yeah, well, uh, we can talk about that on a different podcast. Yeah. This one is about the NBA. By the uh, way, uh, Os Dubral Cabrera and uh, Ioannis Cespedes have officially retired from baseball. Good for them. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sean, wild weekend of games. Uh, but um, before we talk about uh, actual basketball, let's take some reader mail, shall we? Sure. Yeah. I love it. This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it Reader Mail? It is confusing for robots. 
Um, our friend Alpha Half Narrow wrote and asked, uh, which Hornets player can and can't find this jersey? And he sent a picture of the Hornets City Edition jersey, which has a big uh, abbrevi- uh, unfortunate abbreviation of the city of Charlotte, I would say. Uh, it says CLT on the front of their jersey, mm-hmm. Sean. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought they had critical race theory jerseys, and I was like, Ted Cruz is not going to be happy <laughs> oh, about that. Oh, man, Sean, you said his I'm name. Oh, I did. Okay. <laughs> Uncle Drew's being benched. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um so Sean, so it's a CLT. Which yes. yeah, which which Charlotte Hornets can find the clit? Um, I think I think definitely Lamelo Ball can. They, it's uh, Gordon Hayward can't. <laughs> no, he doesn't believe it exists. Actually, his religion <laughs> tells him. You know what he? You know what he does when it's, he files a missing persons report with the local police department. And they're like, yeah, we think uh, we, we, we do we, we, we got yeah. it. Uh, Theo Maladon, one hundred percent can. He is mm-hmm. French. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think Kelly Oubre Jr. Um, he can. Yeah, I think so too. JT Thor. It just doesn't matter with him. He's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then Terry Rozier is actually scared of it, so he mm-hmm. he can find it, but uh, you know he doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about Michael Jordan, Sean? You know he he can, but uh, he's he's kind of right? You know yeah. what I mean? Like he, he, <laughs> he picks his spots, is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Jonathan. From the worst place on earth at work, the cycle asks, uh, and did Michael Jordan find out about this jersey on Twitter like the rest of us, or did he sign off on it? Um, I think he found out about I don't even think he found out about it on Twitter because I don't mm. think that's yeah, where no, Michael I don't Jordan think he has goes. Twitter. No. I think like Rod Higgins had to verbally tell him <laughs> that's what I'm guessing. Um, speaking of the Charlotte basketball team owned by Michael Jordan, um, I'm gonna plug. Uh, John Boyce's new YouTube video, which is a two and a half hour uh, documentary about the Charlotte Bobcats team that won seven games. <laughs> two and a half hours. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. It's called "The People You Pay to Be in Shorts." Um, it's great. You can Good watch title. it on YouTube. Uh, I don't know why I'm doing that. All right. What's, uh, your, favorite, what's your favorite John Boyce documentary, Joey? Of those. I mean the the UFC one is really really good. I like I like the uh, the Mariners, the Mariners one. one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean my favorite episode is the one where he talks about all of it's like only twenty minutes long, and he talks about all the people that uh Jack about the how the worst thing the worst thing that could happen to you as a fictional character is to be friends with Jack Bauer. Um, and he goes over through the course of every anyway though i'm all right jonathan also asked sean <laughs> took this screenshot from the stephen curry ftx ad my question is i listeners i promise all of these are not gonna involve me describing <laughs> photos um my question is why don't any of these numbers make sense and it's a fo- it's a screenshot of steph curry's phone in the ftx ad um, where it says he has $43,241.22 in Bitcoin. And Jonathan asks, and do you think Curry has more or less Bitcoin in real life right now? I mean, he might have, well, I guess I think more. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the value is now. I'm going to jump ahead and talk about this here, Joey, if that's okay. Sure. Yeah, you go ahead. Um, so, as you know, maybe you've been following the news. Uh, FTX, the cryptocurrency exchange, mm-hmm. went filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, on crypto Friday. has its first Madoff. Is that what happened? I haven't really been following this that much, yes. even though I've been forced to talk about it on now two podcasts. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so uh, it's a crypto exchange. Basically, they're they're located in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have they have an investment firm that's like connected to them. They're like literally next door to each other and Mm -hmm. this investment firm basically had all this money in 
uh, coins backed by FTX. Yeah. And so both of their values were incredibly fraudulent. Well, yeah, it came out right that FTX, like something like 80% of their like worth was in a coin that they had put out. Like that's where all the wealth had come from was like in a coin that they printed, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just incredibly fraudulent. Yeah. And um, the the woman who was the director of the financial group, not the currency exchange, mm-hmm. uh, like all the employees just lived together in a 10-person polyamory house. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, yeah, that's cool. Um <sighs> Uh, also, so so FTX uh, recently made, I think, a 17-year deal to rename the Miami Heat's yeah. arena. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I believe they're now taking that side down. Uh, they they took it. it down already, I believe, actually. Yeah. Um, FTX also uh, paid Steph Curry in equity, mm-hmm. um, and they paid Tom Brady, David Ortiz, Giselle Boonchen, apparently Brady and... and Boonchen, uh, and I like that I'm calling her Boonchen and not Giselle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, they apparently moved like more money that they didn't get paid for them into there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shaq also had a piece of this. Uh, and the Golden State Warriors, of course, uh, FTX was the official partner of their uh, their official crypto nonsense partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're the Jersey Pets sponsor for the Philadelphia 76ers, mm-hmm. so not very well. Um, also, Crypto.com. Um, yeah, great. Love it. Which has been laying off people all the time. Uh, has a 20-year, $700 million arena naming deal uh, for what used to be the Staples Center. Uh, here's something fun, Joey. Uh, somebody audited what Crypto.com's uh, coin reserves and 20% of them are in the meme token SHIB, S-H-I-B, uh, which is basically just named after a picture of a Shiba Inu. Mm-hmm. Am I yep. saying that dog right. name right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's correct, I think. So yeah, yeah 20% are in um, a joke coin. It's mm-hmm. a meme mm-hmm. digital yep. asset. Uh, it's actually, if, if Do- Dogecoin was less legitimate, Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yes. at least uh, uh, he was uh, Dogecoin is backed by Elon Musk. No, he, well, he <laughs> loves... I know. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's it's, legit. It's, it's weird that it's like the less legitimate one. And apparently, I, I googled it for this segment, and um, someone explained that it is mostly used for lols with a z. Mm-hmm. So that's good stuff. Um, that probably won't affect the Lakers' finances, right? Someone else will be able to jump in and hand them seven hundred million dollars, right? <laughs> oh yeah, the, don't don't expect the Lakers to pay the luxury tax next year. Is what I'm saying. Um, and also, um, Coinbase, which is the NBA's uh, bullshit money partner, also laying off like forty to fifty percent mm-hmm. of their staff. They're trying not to tell. So. Uh, everything, every, everything that uh, Steph Curry dressed up like a mime to tell us uh, is a fraud. Mm-hmm. Yep, and great. it's all coming crashing Perfect. down. Perfect. Yep. Great job, <laughs> NBA. <laughs> um, I. Uh... So yeah, the reason none of those numbers make sense, Jonathan, is that none of those numbers ever mm-hmm. made sense. <laughs> um, I saw so FTX showing. They uh, bought the naming rights to the esports organization TSM, you know, like before doing all of these things. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They spent like $400 million on sports endorsements. But so like TSM was literally named, got renamed TSM FTX. Oh, God. And I was watching, I saw a clip of this guy playing Apex Legends. And he's just like a guy, you know what I mean? And yeah. his entire chat was like yelling at him about how he like, uh, how he, how could he support like a fraud, a fraudulent? And he was like, I'm just a guy who plays a video game. <laughs> I don't have any control over this. <laughs> uh. TSM had a deal with. Do you know how much this TSM deal was worth? No. 
was a 10-year naming rights deal for $210 million. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the the TSM League of Legends team. What does TSM even stand for? No one's no one. I can tell you. It stands for Team Solo Mid. I don't know what it means. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it means, but I do know what it stands for. Team Solo Mid. Okay, well they'll they'll be back to their old name of Team Solo Mid. By the way, uh, one thing that's really funny is that a lot of these people that. were sponsored or partners with FTX um, like Wednesday and Thursday mm-hmm. issued statements of support where they're like, everything's fine. This, this isn't a big deal. And then like by like 10 a.m. on Friday, they were like, oh, uh, everything's bankrupt. Well, didn't like I I don't know. Again, I don't know what was happening, but didn't at yeah, one yeah. point TSM, TSM FTX like send its users like a message like hey we've been hacked really really bad don't I mean, log into your wallets uh-huh because they yeah because they basically had a run a mary Poppins style run on the bank uh last <laughs> friday so that would have been um yeah yeah what i don't know what date like november 4th i guess that would have mm-hmm. been anyway they had like a five billion dollar run on the bank just because um basically like people looked at the financials of the investment firm are like uh i kind of think none of this money's real and then people were like i really am gonna cash out my crypto and fdx was like funny story we don't have any money uh we're yeah this is worthless now and yeah they spent like a week trying to sell first like denying everything and then they had uh agreed to sell basically to the to their rival a different exchange and then the exchange got to look at their books and was like uh no we're just gonna let you become bankrupt so well great stuff great stuff also i mean i hope the poly relationships don't break up (laughs) yeah they're not gonna fall apart (laughs) i am just hoping that um i mean like oh oh the other thing that's great joey is um So uh, for the last six months at FTX, uh, Michael Lewis has been hanging out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's writing a book. (laughs) Here's the thing. Don't have that guy hang out and write a book about you. uh... Here's the question, Sean. Do the Moneyball A's win if uh, win the World Series that year if Michael Lewis isn't there to make sure that that book had a heartbreaking ending? Yeah, no. I mean, like he should have been. You know, what would have been nice is if instead of being embedded with the Oakland A's, he was embedded with like the defense department (laughs) and then they would have not even had it together enough to invade Iraq in the first place. (laughs) So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, weirdly, Joey, he has not written a word, but uh, the film rights are being auctioned off this week. (laughs) So congratulations to Michael Lewis. Well, the other funny thing is, is uh, congratulations to uh, the Democratic Party, um, because uh, this guy, the FTX guy, they literally were going to were calling him the leftist Koch brother. Yeah. Because um, of all the money he was spending based on math. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was like, I, I know how much money to spend uh on what charities using a mathematical equation? Because I'm a mm-hmm. huge weirdo. He All right, a weird sex creep. <laughs> also a sex creep. I mean, uh-huh. look, maybe these were consensual polyamorous relationships, but Joey, don't you think the odds are extremely high that he was a sex creep? I mean, he probably uh, allegedly, allegedly, yeah, yeah. and we're just we're just we're just <laughs> using a mathematical algorithm to protect mm-hmm. to project the likelihood. This is not a real talk it we're just using math right now um anyway uh can't wait to see um jesse eisenberg's performance as this weird guy with curly hair (laughs) um get your emmy ballots out now okay um all right and now on an nba based question uh Oh, oh, so to answer your question, Jonathan, 
I think Curry had more than $43,000 in Bitcoin, but now has less than $43,000 in Bitcoin because <laughs> it's down to $16 or whatever. Uh, all right, our question, our friend Lou asks, would you rather, you're an NBA point guard no matter what, but you have to choose either the on-court brain of Russell Westbrook or the off-court brain of Kyrie Irving, both in the dog shit year of our Lord 2022. <laughs> This is uh, but, a no-brainer to me. Yeah, it's Russell it's Westbrook. Westbrook. Uh, also, his on-court brain is is at least cool. Yeah, like 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 yeah. in a way. Um, oh, I get I to like... dunk and then uh, rock an imaginary baby. Yeah, give me that, dude. <laughs> but also, like like oh, I'm just filled with overwhelming confidence all the time, yeah. no matter what the outcomes are. And occasionally, someone makes a pun about my name and yells it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can I can deal with that. Also, they literally way. gave me an MVP chant like a few days ago. <laughs> Which... yeah, man, like like <laughs> like I know it's not productive, but it's the same way that like driving like a Lamborghini is not an efficient way to drive, and it like breaks down all the time and it burns oil and gas really fast. But like when you're behind the wheel. Yeah, thinking about that, you know. But also, Russell Westbrook is still a good NBA player. It's not his fault. <laughs> he's on a team that makes no sense to have him. Well, he's just in a stage where he should be <laughs> winning the MVP of the play-in round every year. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what his home should be is yeah. putting up thirty-five points against the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, in the nine or games. for the Charlotte Hornets or for the Charlotte Hornets, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's the zone he needs to be in. Like, like I have a feeling that um, the Kings have their own Russell Westbrook Jr. and De'Aaron Fox, and I think he's going to lead the Kings to that 10 seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And make some noise. Hey, look, Sabonis has already won a 9-10 game, so he's been there before. <laughs> Why are you dunking on the Kings right now? <laughs> I don't know. No, I like, I'm, I'm dunking on the Kings, but also I really want the Kings to make the play-in or the playoffs. I'm not like – I that would be the greatest success they've had in 15 years, Joey. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> They're 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 a pretty fun team. Anyway, that's but that that uh reminds me of Westbrook energy is what I mean. Sure. Yeah, like a like a team that is just lighting it up, sort of can't play defense very well, but like it's it's very good energy, I think. Mm-hmm. You know. By the way, Joey, uh Bitcoin since the release of that commercial mm-hmm. is down 45.08%. Oh great. It's very yeah, cool. So <laughs> Steph Curry dressing like a mime. Um, well, you all you brought up um NBA vibes. Uh let's do some news and then you want to talk about some vibes, right? Um so let's go let's go to the news first though. Okay. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean. Our uh what's our top story? I'm gonna say that uh it's Joel Embiid's heroic performance mm-hmm. uh last time. We we're recording this on Monday. Um Joel put up 59 points. That's a career high. He had 11 rebounds, eight assists, and seven blocks. Mm-hmm. Very close to only the fifth quadruple double in NBA yeah. history. Uh, he also blocked five shots in the fourth quarter. So mm-hmm. uh, a guy who was getting kind of tired early in the season uh, had a chase down block in his. Well, yeah. Wasn't... And then the game before, didn't he put up like. I think he had 46 or something like that or 42. He scored like 101 points points in two games or something like that, Um, which is hilarious because uh, two games before before these two games, they were really going to fire Doc Rivers. Uh, yeah, he did. He did. They, they were like, like, well, the Sixers before this stretch were five and seven Mm -hmm. i think yeah they were five and seven uh and they had lost to atlanta basically they'd lost to the knicks and the wizards in consecutive games somehow beat 
the Phoenix Suns. And then, uh, yeah, they were floundering. I would say floundering would be mm-hmm. a good description of how things went. And, well, uh, then didn't he... <laughs> Didn't they that game where they lost to the Hawks? Didn't he like not even put his starters back in until like the two minute mark or something? It was a it was a strange game. It was like he was like really sending a message. Uh, uh yeah, they they well well what happened was the starters uh <laughs> They uh they they kept calling timeouts in the fourth quarter. He called like two timeouts in less than a minute. Mm-hmm. And then he pulled his starters with less than five minutes. And then um sorry, they, he pulled the starters. Yeah, he anyway, pulled the starters and then the backups almost tied it. They, well, they cut it to seven, and then Atlanta had to put their starters back in at the end. I don't actually think the Hawks brought their starters back in at the end. They just sorry, the, the Sixers. Yeah, anyway, yeah, the, it was a team looking for answers, and that answer is apparently Joel Embiid scores all the points. <laughs> well, I have, look, I have sort of a theory on this. Okay. We all know that Joel Embiid is a clutch performer, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you know what he's amazing at in the clutch? Uh, deflecting no deflecting <laughs> the problems uh that are some of his fault onto other people and oh. if doc rivers got fired there was one person that they were gonna start looking at as to why they can't get and make it to the east back to, to the nba finals uh-huh. <laughs> and that well. person's name was joe Embiid. <laughs> By the way, he did he did uh, exceed Ben Simmons's uh, season total for points in that one game. So congratulations <laughs> to Joel Embiid. Uh, Simmons is no longer um, in danger of committing more fouls than he has points, though he's comfortably ahead. And also, good. you can only get six in a game, so. He, he'll never, he'll what never points? He can only get six points in a game. Well, I mean, he's not. I don't think he's averaging <laughs> six points in a game, actually. So, Sean, that leads us to our next story, which is the uh, the Knicks gave up uh, 145 points, which is the mm-hmm. most a Tom Thibodeau team has ever given up. Congratulations to Tibbs. Um, uh, is Tom Thibodeau going to get fired? You know, I thought he was pretty safe, but. Um, he okay so here are two factors uh mm-hmm. so the the knicks are about to so the, the knicks are like ninth place you know they were they were like a perfectly mm-hmm. average three games ago they had like the same number of points scored and given up and they're still in they're still in ninth place but uh they're about to go on the road joey and their road trip involves uh, they're going to Utah, Denver, Golden State, Phoenix, and Oklahoma City. So three mm-hmm. of those teams are three of the top four teams in the West. Congratulations to the first place Portland Trailblazers. You're mm-hmm. very good this year. Um, I was wrong. I'm just getting that out there. Uh, one of those teams is the defending champs, and one of those teams just scored 145 points on them in new york Mm -hmm. so this six and seven knicks record could start looking really bad really fast and Mm -hmm. then they come home and play portland and memphis like legitimately they could lose the next seven games joey yeah i don't i don't think it's like that would be that big a shock because it's like a back-to-back in utah and denver um they got to play the it, look. If they're playing the Warriors in New York, the Warriors are incapable of winning outside of the the fervent uh, the the the. They don't seem the that capable center. of winning in Chase Center either, though. <laughs> well, I mean, their record in the Chase Center is aren't they like zero and seven on the road? They're they are zero and seven on the road. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm saying they need that they need that energy that that white wine energy. Uh, to fuel them uh and then oh anyway yeah they could lose seven games in a row like it would not be that ridiculous i don't think Hmm. so 
Um, but don't you think Daryl Morey just really wants to fire Doc Rivers and just because Joel Embiid scored a lot of points in these two games doesn't mean oh, he's like, not like going to fire him. <laughs> I think he's not going to fire him till Harden's back, though. Fair. I just, I feel like that's the, build. <laughs> like Harden getting hurt. Th- these, these things that aren't really related to Doc Rivers keep saving his job. It's mm-hmm. like James Harden's foot and then Embiid got sick and now Embiid's playing like a hero. It's like enough factors are going to keep the, the the Sixers at like the sixth seed and he won't get fired until January. That's my, yeah. that's my thought. He'll have his job for seven more weeks. Um, but the other, the other thing that made me think Tibbs was on, um, on the hot seat is that uh, they apparently, so James Dolan, of course, has like a security detail outside his suite mm-hmm. at Madison Square Garden because he's a paranoid creep, but also there's going to be a Knicks fan who gets frustrated enough and is like, I just need to take him out. Like we, this has to end. Like, like I'm doing it for the city. Um, Security was outside James Dolan's suite for like 45 minutes after the end of the game, which to me says that Dolan was in there just like yelling and seething and being mad. Like why else would he be there that late? Uh, maybe he I was mean, writing a tune, gross. dude. Something gross. I don't know. Uh, he yeah. might have been writing a ditty. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> two, some kind of disastrous outcome is going to happen for Tom Thibodeau. Either he's going to get fired after this road trip, or he's going to have to listen to a new JD in the Straight Shot song. So it's a rough, rough sledding ahead for for Tibbs. Because bees can give you honey, but honey. They can sting you too. That's what I'd tell Tom Thibodeau. Yeah. Bees can give you honey, but honey, they can sting you too. They can sting you <laughs> My too. Favorite yeah. JD in the straight shot song. Um all right. Uh Sean, you want to talk about Zion? Yeah, so um he lost a bunch of weight, Joey, and he did it via lies. Mm-hmm. Um So first of all, he was drinking a lot of soda at every meal. And uh, you know what? You know what I did when I was Zion's age? I drank a lot of soda at every meal. Yeah, I didn't didn't really understand what I was doing. Um, I mean, I still kind of do, honestly. I mean, mean, it's too much. (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm like, I'm a Mm -hmm. paragon of healthy eating. These, (laughs) these, These young guys. That's also my theory about the Golden State Warriors. Like, oh, you're you're really trusting 21 year olds a lot. Uh, as as if you do not remember what you yourself were like as a 21-year-old. Uh, anyway, um, the thing that really helped Zion uh, was that Zion started making, Zion's personal chef who we hired, um, started making him very vegetable-heavy dishes. Mm-hmm. And the first time he made one that Zion really liked, Zion asked what was in it. And when he described all the vegetables were in it, Zion just started making a terrible face and cringing and then told him, keep making it. Just stop telling me what's in it. So mm-hmm. I respect that, that he ate a lot of vegetables, but still fundamentally hates vegetables. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Sure. Yeah. Um. I mean, but also like maybe grow up a little bit and like some vegetables. <laughs> Yeah, vegetables are good, guys. That's the official <laughs> position of Round Rock. <laughs> Round Rock at Round Rock Pod for your vegetables. Oh, I didn't dishes. even do any of that oh, business yeah. uh, stuff. Uh, Round Rock Pod at gmail.com is our email. At Round Rock Pod is our Twitter. Uh, Patreon.com slash Round Rock Pod. Um, t shirts in the link in the description. Phone number in the link in the description. Uh, thank you, Zion. Um, Sean, what'd you think about that part where Zion was really sad about people body shaming him all the time, though? Uh, kind of bummed me out. <laughs> yeah, that was sad. It, I was like, oh, yeah, this is me. By the way, I just added a, uh, a food text channel to the Discord just Great. to reaffirm our commitment to healthy eating here at <laughs> Rock. Um, yeah, it bummed me out. And it was like, yeah, that and probably it's like, did. Yeah, hurt that's your fair. Yeah. Well, um, and the other thing was that it, look. He clearly could have been more responsible nutritionally. But last year, he had a broken foot. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, he like really couldn't run. Anyway, we're all rooting for Zion. The NBA is so much better when he's 
dunking in people's faces. In fact, that's maybe the best thing about basketball is dunking in people's faces. Wow, really going out on a limb there, Sean. I know. <laughs> what a what a hot yeah. thing. <laughs> Dunks are good, guys. Uh, uh, Sean. Yeah. NBA vibes check. Uh, yeah. That's what we want to do here as the uh, meat of the episode. And by meat, I mean the next 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sean, there were three teams you wanted to talk about. We can talk about my three teams next week. Okay. Uh, okay. But there were three teams you specifically wanted to talk about. Yeah. And so these are teams that are in a weird vibe space for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Um. And I want to. I just want to get this over with. I'm going to say the Nets first, Joey. Sure. Uh, uh, they're really good now when Kyrie's <laughs> yeah. not there. <laughs> yeah, and so their defense is giving up like 90 points or something like it's that. It's really good. It. They're they're playing one of our favorite players, Edmund Sumner, uh-huh. at at point guard. They're starting him instead. Uh, ben Simmons comes off the bench now, mm-hmm. and the other guy who comes off the bench now. This is. Some of it is addition by subtraction of Kyrie going to the bench, but also uh, it's addition by addition because Seth Curry is coming off the bench and scoring Mm -hmm. lots of points. But it does make sense that if you had Kevin Durant, um, Mm -hmm. someone who isn't always consistent about his defense, but like, you know, a week ago, he just went and shut down Luca for a quarter. So like he can do it you kind of don't want that to be his primary job. And so now they've got this team around him where it's like real good defenders, not Ben Simmons is not a real good defender right now. He might come back, you know, whatever. Uh, he's sure. adjusting, but now it's like, Oh, it makes sense that you put him around dudes who play defense and are kind of tall and can make threes. Mm-hmm. So like suddenly Nick Claxton's been unlocked uh, in this like KD specific. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just made me think like, I think they fit together better on the court, but also just the, the vibes upgrade of not having to be uh, commenting on weird, creepy YouTube documentaries. Right. Uh, also has really helped the team emotionally, I think. I mean, sort of the problem though, is uh, they have to let Kyrie back at some point. Right. When he does his checklist, he's basically coming back after their road trip. (laughs) Yeah. So they have like six more days and then uh, he's welcome back. But so then what happens to these vibes? You know what I mean? Like they're not going to continue. No. (laughs) Um, No, I I just think it's. um, He he is. I don't know if he's the worst vibes player, but he might be now. Oh, he for sure is. Yeah. I mean, I can't think I can't think of somebody worse. And everybody also, I think Kyrie's actual basketball talent has been overrated for a while. Yeah. Like he's he's a very good shot maker and he has a really good handle, but his teams tend to be better without him. And that's mm-hmm. a trend that goes back like six years now. And it's so weird because from like an and one visual perspective, he's very talented and skilled, but you keep hearing that he's like a top 10 talent. And it's like, he he just isn't like, it, it's uh, right. it's way worse than that. Um, and, and he misses lots of time. So anyway, uh, temporary vibes reprieve. Also, I think it helps the vibes that Jacques Vaughn looks like he does now. Mm-hmm. You've seen his beard, right? Yes, Jerry? of course. Oh, uh, but here's, here's the thing about Jacques Vaughn. Mm-hmm. I actually have a question about Jacques Vaughn, just sure. generally. Has anyone ever been more of a second choice ever, like throughout his entire career as a coach and a player? Oh, my God. Well, uh... God, as a player, too. <laughs> I mean, he was awesome as a college player. Uh, <laughs> but as an uh, NBA player, it was really like, I mean, I guess Jock Vaughn's our backup. He's not John Stockton. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. And he was also like, uh, 
you know, even in college, Paul Pierce was on his team. You know, he had <laughs> Rafe LaFrance on his team, although he was the big eight player of the year over both those guys. But yeah, yeah, back up to Stockton, back up to Parker, back up to Kid. Uh, yeah, so any other started, Hall of Famers he was backing up, <laughs> he had well, he, he was able to start most of the games for the 2003 Orlando Magic. Uh, mm, great. So, no, I don't think there was a Hall of Famer behind I mean, Daryl Armstrong, I Hall mean, of Fame dunk contest participant, and Hall but... of Fame, uh, Hall, Hall of Fame grabbing a mic in Dallas while you play for the <laughs> Dallas Mavericks and saying, How about those Redskins after yeah, they beat the... good. Sorry, good. how about that Washington football team? I don't know how to, how do you handle that when it's a quote, Sean? Uh, I don't know. I I just I just try not to mention any of those teams. I know. I shouldn't have even mentioned it, but it was so funny when Daryl Armstrong did it. It was so funny it. when he said it's not you're quoting somebody. <laughs> this is a historical record. So yeah. you're you're okay with it. And also uh it's not his fault. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the world was a different place back then, Joey. <laughs> back in uh uh, well, whenever what, like two thousand seven, two thousand seven, different era, different era. Um, uh, okay, so anyway, that's the that's the vibes situation. Yeah, Jacques Vaughn has also been uh, an interim Nets choice twice. So, Sean, um, do you expect the net the vibes with the Nets to get better or worse? Worse, yeah. But, but you have a gl- this glorious road trip will be the happiest Kevin Durant is all year. Uh, all right, Sean. Well, I've t- have have I told you my prediction? No. I don't think I so. think I think Kevin Durant is getting traded to the Portland Trailblazers in about wow. 3 weeks. Oh my god, that would be incredible. Uh yeah, um cuz like something like Shade and Sharp and three picks and uh uh Jeremy Grant can get a bunch them of Modelo, a bunch of Modelo, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> David uh, Millard has a lot of access to Modelo. Um, all right, Sean, what's your next team you want to talk about vibes wise? Oh, I want to talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves, who have insane vibes right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the worst uh, vibes in I've maybe I've ever seen. An and NBA we team thought have. they had great vibes going into the yeah, season uh-huh. because our theory, your theory, more. But but I I endorse this theory. Sorry, I'm not trying to hang you out to dry. Uh, that they were benefiting because Carl Anthony Towns had another tall weirdo to hang out with. Mm-hmm. But it and, turns out um, the problem isn't that Carl Anthony Towns is a tall weirdo. He's just a a bad vibes man. Yeah, um, he's, a, he's a bad vibes man. <laughs> he's had some rough times, but he is a bad vibes man. He, yeah. he, uh, okay, I will say the beginning of the start to these bad vibes, besides the obvious one, which is simply adding Rudy Gobert to any NBA roster mm-hmm. as a bad vibes move. But when Carl Anthony Towns started making fun of Anthony Edwards' diet uh-huh. at the yeah. podium, that yeah. is a bad look. So he like it wasn't even making fun of it. He like he called like him angry. out like straight up like he's bad, man. Like he's oh, just a not, bad not, leader. He thinks it's a he thinks it's a joke to go out here and talk about eating Popeye's chicken. That's ridiculous. It's like, yeah, man, he turned 21 in August. Uh, why, also, don't you, why don't you relax a little bit? Uh, also, he has like uh natural uh like muscles like he doesn't right. yeah. <laughs> well he's 21 years old like i guess he should be eating healthier but it's not like it's like anthony edwards is fat you know what i mean like he's uh i don't know man like like yes he could be probably Popeyes is not a good thing to eat but it's not like the worst thing to eat for him anyway um i'm not gonna get into the nutritional thing so here's two moments where the bad vibes really stood out uh Uh, there was a play that they ran where anthony edwards uh literally stood a foot outside the three-point line and did not take a step for yeah uh, he also had his possession. he left his hands on his hips the entire time. He left his hands yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean he did not move. And then finally, uh the, the guy guarding him 
just left to defend the paint and uh mm-hmm. he finally started jogging down now that's a bad look for anthony edwards because, great look uh, for the people who claim quiet quitting is a thing though yeah that's true uh. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh he's gonna work from home and the rest yeah. of this. uh and then they had a play that i've literally never seen in the nba joey i've been watching mm-hmm. the nba for a long time uh they uh they actually jalen noel got an and one and uh as you see a lot in the nba they subbed out torian prince before he shot the free mm-hmm. throw and d'angelo russell just didn't got to come into the game he was and standing they played at four the on five time. yeah four on five four on five it would they actually mit, took and missed a shot uh-huh. uh the suns got a rebound before D- and, and D'Angelo Russell didn't even run on the court until they were taking the second shot. It was also hilarious when, like, this not all the Suns noticed there were four people uh-huh. at first, but Tory Craig did like right away. Yeah. So first they had a wide open. Three That's why they days. keep bringing him back, dude. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so Tory Craig. Tory Craig got the rebound, dribbled out to the three-point line, and was like, how am I going to get open? And then he was like, oh, right, I'm going to throw the ball to Cameron Payne and have him throw it immediately back (laughs) while this exhausted defender tries to sprint between us. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've never seen that before, Joey. That's the worst vibes play of the year. That's like a worse vibes play than the Anthony Edwards play, previously the worst vibes play of the year. But it's never going to top the Kevin Love's love bad vibes plays (laughs) in back-to-back years. Um, Throw the ball and that that play on the The one where he just tapped the ball to the opposite team to take it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, Those are the worst vibes plays ever. Vibes Hall, NBA Vibes Hall of Fames. Uh, Yeah. Sean, mm-hmm. what are the Wolves going to do? I don't know. Like, they're locked in. Uh, Rudy and Towns have, I mean, I guess the answer is trade D'Angelo Russell for something. And that would improve the vibes. But, like, I, well, but I don't, don't really feel like there's an obvious trade out there for him. Well, no. Uh, but also, isn't the actual answer trading Carl Anthony Towns? I mean, uh, I mean, they can't do it yet, but yeah, I mean, that is the answer. That was also the answer before, I think. Um, we all watched the playoffs last year. Yeah. Unfortunately, th- what, what this reminds me of is um, when Orlando had that really fun, um, the team they had before they dumped everybody to get Grant Hill mm-hmm. and Tracy McGrady. Right. Um, basically, they traded all the good vibes guys. It also soured the Corey Maggette vibes forever that he was on this team. And like, um, I mean, he seems perfectly happy. Don't get me wrong. But uh, yeah, like a team that kind of overachieved and then decided to make sort of a crazy blow up move mm-hmm. and lost most of the positives that they had from that other uh the vibes of that team even though they still have a lot of guys like it still seems like a team with good reserves it's just carl anthony towns just seems like kind of a black hole and also they um they like just didn't understand what uh made rudy gobert acceptable on offense Mm -hmm. and now when he plays i think they're the best defense in the league and then when he's out, but 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 they're the worst offense in the league. Yeah. And then I think it's like the reverse. They're not the best offense in the league when he's off, but it's like their defense is absolutely awful without him. Anyway, it's it's great. It's super like like yeah, it's like every statistic is the most painful result possible. Um so are the vibes gonna get better or worse, you think, Sean? I think they're gonna get worse before they get better. I think they wow. have to trade D'Angelo Russell. I think I think it's a it's just a bad vibe situation right now. What if they traded him for James Wiseman? Oh my god. Um anyway. I was thinking they could trade him for Kyrie Irving. <laughs> and um, go all in. <laughs> all right. One one last team you wanted to talk about, and we gotta do it quick because I have to take yeah. my dog to the groomer. Yeah, the yeah, Clippers, no Sean. Yeah. I don't so, understand the Clippers vibes at all, other than Kawhi is not playing, yeah. which is standard. 
But mm-hmm. Paul George is playing awesome enough to win player of the week. Mm-hmm. But they're terrible. Like they've they've seem bad. The Clippers seem really bad. Um in I ways I don't understand. <laughs> right. Well, I think they're I think their vibes are actually great, mm. which is weird. Like they 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 got rolled by the nets, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh it just feels like um now this this is not fair, really. I'm just speculating about this. Um it really feels like they don't get a ton out of Kawhi Leonard like as a teammate and well he's barely played he's barely played but also just like he doesn't seem like he participates that much you know it's just like I don't know and it's like but and when he plays it feels like what they do is like run a very Kawhi specific Mm -hmm offense where he's drawing fouls or keeping the ball himself and it's almost like knowing Kawhi is going to be out for a while sort of allows them to have a Paul George team which makes a little more sense Mm -hmm. dynamically and he doesn't really benefit from playing from Kawhi and like it's just it's I feel like they've lost Kawhi Leonard but they've gained Paul George as a fun player to watch and Mm -hmm. Um, I think their, their offense has been kind of bad, but some of that is just that like guys are shooting really badly from three and they probably won't keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, like Terrence Mann is shooting 25%. Reggie Jackson, then Norm, like Reggie they Jackson. They need more okay. from Norm Powell, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but I think part of that is that uh, they they went into the year thinking that all these guys were going to have more of a supporting role, and now it's like, I don't know, they should just play Terrence Mann more. That's always the answer. That's is always more been Terrence they, they have too many of those guys, though. Like every because no, like, like Brandon Boston Jr. is probably awesome too, but he's never going to play. All right, uh, yeah. So, so anyway, are the I vibes going to get better or worse though when I Kawhi think gets they're here? Get, Oh, when when Kawhi eventually comes back, plays, yeah, <laughs> that's that's worse vibes. But I just think the vibes are going to improve with him out. I really okay. do. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, that's a vibes endorsement. Maybe not necessarily wins, but uh, <laughs> the vibes on this team are going to be more pleasant. Yeah. All right, that's our episode, Sean. Yes. Did you write a song? Or no, actually, I... Sean, did you plug it? Do you want to plug anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yard Workers <laughs> NBA coverage, Golden State of Mind. Uh, Golden State of Mind, Giants baseball insider. And then um, at Sean Keen on Twitter, you can see me in Marin County on uh, the 29th. I will be at uh, the Throckmorton Theater, the beautiful reopened Throckmorton Theater in Mill Valley. So uh, check that out. If you're in the North Bay, um, and then oh, and I'll be in. I'm sorry, I'll also be in uh in in downtown Santa Cruz uh, on Thursday the 17th. Uh, and then you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where I just retweeted a tweet that's a video of me and Chris Angel and Lolo Jones <laughs> hashtagged Magic with the Stars at the CW at magic with the stars i guess the cw has a show where stars do magic with chris angel oh gonna have to start watching that um (laughs) uh trust the process trust the process and uh shut it down um it's never a good sign if you're uh if the the left's coke brother also is in a crazy polyamorous uh (laughs) house in the Bahamas. That's not a good sign. Never good. like he do 
is never getting out of round two. It needs a lozenge, always sounds stressed. Got fired cause he wouldn't bench Montress. I wanna know how he'll use and beat Jolla who loves to play. Take me to Dark Rivers Drop me in the playoffs Take me to Dark Rivers Drop me in the playoffs In the first round In the first round I don't know why Obama gave the yaks But Philly won't pay the luxury tax They got four forwards and no point guards They need Chris Paul to come and punch some nuts I wanna know about the three one leads Jeff Green's coming to play Playoffs. You got to take me to Dark Rivers. Drop me in the playoffs in the first round. In the first round, loved in Austin. Can't stand Austin, but he can't. But he can't. He can't close the series, he can't close it out. Drop me in the playoffs. Oh, you got to take me to Dark Rivers. Oh, drop me in the playoffs. In the first round, in the first round. Ladies and gentlemen, Taking this solo, owner Josh Harris. I don't know what Hilton Brand is gonna do. Not sure Tobias believes Ubuntu. Won't lose free agents, no matter where they roam. He'll barricade Ben Simmons in his home I wanna know Did Mike Scott date Kelly? Shake Milton's going away Take me to Dark Rivers Oh come on, you got to drop me in the playoffs Oh, got to take me to Dark Rivers Know the clips were having layoffs in the first round, in the first round. You know what? You know who else wore a really big suit? Brian Colangelo. I mean, a perfectly normal suit with a normal collar. Hey, do you think Doc will make the conference finals? Ah, uh, nah, 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 nah. Now, 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 round two. Now, now, now. Oh, now, Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.